The FAA finally released drone regulations. And will the rich get richer on the App Store? All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and you're listening to show 156. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Todd Moore, we're in the depths of the summer of 2016, and usually around this time, we're super excited to talk to our wonderful listening audience about WWDC. What's changed? Hmm. Well, uh, excitement, I guess, has changed. <laughs> well, I think your response Lack of excitement. was perfect because, yes, uh, Todd and I were having a pre-show, 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 pre-show meeting. Said, what happened with WWDC when we used to run in here? We actually have viewing parties at yeah, remember Tomo's that? place because yeah. it was so exciting. What are they going to release now? While I wanted to believe that the iPhone 7 was going to be announced and they were going to show something phenomenal that had to do with the television, like a television, not just a box. Or VR. Or VR. Uh, it something. Really. I don't know, car. For the, uh, anything. The second know? year in a row, man, disappointed. At least for me. Your thoughts. Yeah. It was a software update. Um, and that's kind of what it's always traditionally been until, you know, the iPhone came out um we just kind of got acclimated to amazing new pieces of hardware being announced uh at this event and we didn't get that uh we got a lot of uh new features in ios as well as mac um mac os s os x it's no longer called that um they've changed it to mac os which is a lot easier to mac, say mac macintosh <laughs> os my OS. No, no. Max yeah. here, by the way. He's come back after a three-month hiatus after he started for two weeks. But yes, welcome back, Max. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. So a software update, a name change. Uh, they said they're going to make things uh, larger and more. Larger. Yeah, you they mean said the emojis? The emojis. Three uh, times as large, everyone. Oh, yes. Facebook's yeah. been doing that for, I want to say, four years. Yeah, so they, they've updated the Messages app. It looks like they're trying to compete maybe with Snapchat a little bit. They're adding all kinds of new effects that you can apply to your messages and making it, uh, I guess, a lot more fun. Um, so I guess that's good. It's good to you know keep messages. Everyone's trying to make a better messaging app, and I, I guess Apple's you know blue bubbles are getting, uh, getting a little... Uh, long in the tooth, and they needed to add some new creative effects to that. So uh, it's getting those major updates coming in iOS 10. We have, uh, are you excited about that, Oscar? No, I'm sitting here. I said, when is somebody going to walk in to the big conference room where Tim Cook's going down the list of things that they've decided to present at WWDC? And they said, no, we have to cancel it. I'm sorry. We don't have enough to announce. Yeah. Right. Well, um, from I mean, a, developer, a developer standpoint, maybe this is up. Look, they could be highbrow, high level uh, developments, but I'm not even seeing those. I'm, you know, working with you. And I imagine if I would have seen something online, if it was something groundbreaking, but it, every, everything that came out and I remember and all these blogs now try to do this live video stream that we'll get to a little later where they just run out in front of uh, the, the conference center and they report everything that was talked about. And it, and it felt like even the guys that were reporting live with their 
uh, you know, instant scoops were really bummed out as well. They're like, you sent me here for this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews, um, you know, and I don't know. How do I feel about it? I just want the phone to work, you know? Like, I want them to fix all the bugs that, you know, they currently have. Like, search on iOS is just completely broken. It doesn't work. Is and that why I can never find anything and I used to, like, two years ago? Yeah, it's just completely broken. Okay. You'll swipe down, you'll start searching, and nothing comes up. Nothing comes up. I'm like, well, yeah. maybe I have too much information on my phone, and I just can't parse that out. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the weirdest thing. I don't know why they can't fix it. Um, they did open up support for search and last, uh, I guess, big big update in iOS 8 and 9. And so third-party developers can now register like search terms. And I've been doing that with white noise. But maybe that's why it's broken. You have all these apps that are just like throwing gobs of data into, the, into search and it's breaking it. Um, and interestingly enough, they're adding, uh, the same kind of support to Siri. Now third party developers will be able to integrate with Siri. Um, so hopefully now, you know, Siri will get a little bit smarter and you'll be able to tell it to, you know, to command these third party apps, whether it's Spotify or even Google maps, for example, they'll be able to do that going forward. So I think that's a good thing, but I hope it doesn't break Siri any more than it's already broken. Yeah, the desktop uh, integration, I feel like that's taken a little longer than it should uh, as far as Siri is concerned. I don't use Siri as much as other people do, but I'm just, I think I'm in the minority. People in your car, it's nice to tell Siri to call so and so. Yeah, as far as um, hands free in the vehicle, Siri does a better job than even your, your some of the nicest built in um, hands free logic that you pay thousands of dollars for your navigation system in your car. So yeah, that's a nice default in CarPlay. If you're lucky enough to have that integrated in some of these models, especially if for Mercedes and Chevy, um, that's cool. But again, it's not worth Like it's just not worth having a conference. I thought, and there were days I remember when, when you would go to uh, Google I IO and I would sit there and I'd be like, man, it, he, I don't even know why he's going to Google IO. He's getting all that free swag, but WWDC is where it's at. It's completely flipped. It's absolutely yeah. flipped. Oh, it totally flipped. Right? Yeah. I, I've seen way more exciting announcements coming out of out of Google. Um, uh, I guess very quickly, let's just go through Please. this. I don't think uh, we we should uh, you know talk about this too much. Um, they made some. They're going to make lock screen improvements so that you can do more on your lock screen. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's almost like, you know, you have the phone and it's like the lock screen is becoming the, the new interface yes. because everybody hates unlocking their phone. So they're just adding more and more, you know, functionality. Like now you can that. do this. We yeah. try, we made you use a fingerprint reader, but no, <laughs> now you can so do this. Pretty soon you won't have to unlock your phone because all the functionality is going to be on the lock screen. So that's great. <laughs> uh, photos getting a big update. You know, they're trying to catch up with Google. And Google does a great job with photos. We we talked about that uh, countless times. The fact that Google I.O., they, they've assigned like a billion auto tags to your photos. And, you know, with their machine learning algorithms, it's really, really good. So Apple's gotten kind of far behind with that. Oh, yeah. And so they're doing a big update with photos. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I'm not too excited about that. Again, I mentioned Siri. Uh, they spend a lot of time on Apple Music as well. That's getting a major update, 
with the new interface, it's easier to navigate. Uh, personally, it looked the same to me. I don't know, but I don't really use Apple Music. Yeah, well, they, they're they're fighting the world of Spotify, and 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 I thought Apple was going to come and sweep up the floor. And I pay look a monthly Apple Music fee, uh, but it's not as as intuitive as Spotify. It just isn't, and it's so strange how you've got this multi billion dollar company, and they still have to refresh to even uh, even sniff what Spotify is doing. Yeah. And so are you paying still? I'm paying, man. They got me by the short hairs. Every Why? month I see it come through and I'm like, eh, I, I am playing a lot of music. The the old, the classic okay. hip-hop channel, that really gets me. If you want to put some Nas, <laughs> some Biggie, and you want to see a guy really getting ready for the day and hyped up on some on some uh, old, old dirty bastard, that's me. <laughs> you know, I, I actually like the Beats one. I listen to the, and that's free content, so that's not even really part of apple music God, i gotta it's cancel my account i can't believe i've been playing that thing and i'm paying for that thank you yeah you don't need to pay for it it's free Damn it's it. great <laughs> yeah are you, are you paying for beats one that's what you No, you i thought that pay? was part of the whole suite you know an app suite just like when it's you buy totally, adobe you're like i need that i don't need that but i paid for it it's totally free uh the things you should be taking advantage of with your membership is the for you section which does a um, which is getting improved as well. Oh, nice! The no article, no more so. Shania Twain coming my way. <laughs> <laughs> you buy one Shania Twain song, and that's all they yeah. give you. Oh, uh, you've been labeled. Yes. What can you do? Uh, maps, yay! Maps getting an update. Um, I, if I could delete maps off my phone, I, I would do it in a heartbeat. Same, right? Yeah. By the way, I'd like to talk about maps because I made a major discovery. It's not really a major discovery because I already knew about. Um, the app called Waze. I mean, we've talked about it for years now. Yeah. But I had an experience with Waze oh. um, that kind of blew my mind. I was heading down on uh, I-95 and I was using Google Maps and, you know, I was heading down to Fredericksburg and it said, Google Maps is like, well, you got two routes you can go. You can go 95 or you can go route one. And both of them, you're like delayed an hour and there's nothing you can do. You're basically effed. Google Maps told you that. That's what Google Maps yes, did. Yes. And then I said, you know what? I haven't tried Waze in forever, uh, over a year. Let me just see what Waze says. And I fired it up and right away it found a new route that Google Maps didn't even know about. And it was amazing. I never stopped once. I was taking these crazy back roads. Yeah. But I missed everything. It, uh, all the traffic. I and exclusively use Waze. Do you? Yes, because when I'm heading to the Big Owen Dukes bunker in Manassas, Virginia, there is so much of 66 that I have to cover that the, 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 the probability of a wreck between exit to exit is really high. So they'll take me through some neighborhoods that I've never been in before. Oh, yeah. But it's I'll amazing. save a solid 20 minutes. Like, it, they should just call that the the back road navigator i yeah. don't know how it does it it's amazing <laughs> it is great. because this happened last week too um there was a shooting on washington boulevard that's the road that i always take uh to and from work yeah and it was completely closed down and i fired up ways and it was it was just unbelievable i even took a screenshot of the route it had me doing the most clever things you could ever think of efficiency to get around this massive pileup of traffic and I, my mind was blown i didn't even know i could get home that way it was crazy you know the first and, person that told us about ways yeah it, and it just i just had 
I have to mention that. You want to yeah. install maps. I just want to use Waze. Now, Waze, Waze rules. Tim Belcher was the first person that told me about Waze. And uh, I said... I thought we talked about it for a long time on the show. No, no. We heard about it from him because uh, he, he had posted about it on Facebook. And we're like, what is that? And then what? they got bought by uh, Google. Google. Yes. Yeah. yeah They're owned by Google. So why wouldn't Google Maps be just as, just as good? Um, I, I think it's interesting because... Maybe maybe Waze just puts a higher priority on on taking back roads because Google Maps just did not find that route. So this was a practical example, and my mind was just blown and continues to be blown away by the technology that's in Waze. I agree. So save uh, you an hour, save you time. I think most people there are a lot of people that don't. My dad he defaults to Apple Maps, and I look at him like you're every bit seventy six. I mean, you, you're you're risking your life at that point. <laughs> people have died. People have died. Yeah, that was because of Waze. Waze no, actually no. caused people to go into the, the bad neighborhoods. No, no, no. I'm not talking no, about no. that. There was a map story, and and if you oh, ever that, if you, if you ever derailed, it was like Australia, and these people were being stranded in the desert. Yeah, you can't. And I remember there was actually images that completely derailed you from the it had you the go route into the ocean into the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad news. Oops. Uh, so maps update. No one's going to use it. The last one yes. uh, is there is a Home Kit update. So finally, uh, Apple's coming out with an app called Home, and you it'll be the new hub for all your Home Kit enabled devices. Okay. So the Internet yeah. of Things, IoT. <laughs> sure. Oh, if I, trust me. Hey, I control my light bulbs, and I think that's cool. No, I I'm into like IoT. That. I just don't want to hear IoT anymore. Yeah, I'm tired of that term. <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. at school says that. IoT. Oh, uh, you mean like an internet connected yeah. device? Yeah. 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 I got it. Okay. Yeah. We, we know what that is. <clears throat> we don't need a new category. <laughs> i'm so grumpy right now <laughs> it's okay man it's a sunday i'm in a studio with no air conditioning i have to stare at lovely mac in his, his and not an orange shirt he's got a teal shirt on he's switching it up yeah. and i have uh, one toe because the other toe got <laughs> it got got smashed up in soccer this so morning you only had two toes before. you have nine toes yeah oh no uh, <laughs> I've, lost I've lost one toe i, I one still toe. have nine <laughs> big toe one big toe. I had okay. two big toes. Moving uh, on. You know, I, well, I'm. Uh, you need medical attention, but okay. I, I admire the fact that you're able to still do the show. That's yes. really yeah, you know, impressive. This is important. I really appreciate that. Uh, fighting through the pain. If you yeah. want, do you mind diving into the world of drones? You know, I was super passionate about that world until the government came down and shut me down. Yeah. <laughs> Santana <laughs> Air was a thriving... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a thriving, a thri thriving offshoot of one of my venue uh, ventures, uh, and we had a website. We we're gonna make yeah. real dollars in real estate photography. You, were, you had booked gigs where you're doing yeah. like realtor photos. Two hundred dollars a session, man. I hired you to do my house. Yeah, when I, was I didn't charge you. Your fr your friend. So yeah, I appreciate. That. Um, I'll say this: that that lasted three months, and then a GeoNet went up and said, "No more flying, Mr. Santana," and you had to shutter your doors and give back that government loan. Oh. So I said, <laughs> never got that far. But uh, uh, but uh, I was happy to see that uh, not uh, almost a year later, on the twenty first of this month, June. We finally have a first draft, or uh, not draft, a first, uh, I guess, look at the Federal Aviation uh, Administration's rules for owning and operating drones. And yep. this is pretty landmark because in the past there were suggestions 
Now, these are the regulations. And I'm just going to give you uh, a brief, 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 high-level overview of some of the most important key uh, takeaways. One is that on any of your drones, they have to weigh less than 55 pounds. And to give you perspective, the drones that I've had purchased in the past, two generations of, uh, they weighed a little over a pound. So 55-pound yeah, drones. That's huge. It's that's a lot heavy. of leeway. Yeah. It's a lot of leeway. Who has a 55-pound drone? The only what? person I think could, would think would be using a 55-pound drone are um, movie makers, where they're actually carrying, Todd, let's say, a 20-pound or 30-pound camera. But wouldn't you want a lighter drone for that? No, but you would need a heavier drone on top of that to carry that payload. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she, commercial she, use. Yeah, commercial yeah. grade. Filmmakers, they do make those. I've seen them. We saw them at CES even Three years ago, Todd, uh, the the iterations that are out now, the models are even swankier and they're even cooler because they offer uh, some of them off of the 360-degree camera angles. Um, but you have to get permits like anywhere else. Uh, as far as a hard deck is concerned on how high you can, you can fly, the maximum altitude allowed, and this is, this is in line with what was suggested in the past, is 400 feet above ground level. If higher than 400 feet above ground level, say you're on a mountain somewhere, um, you have to main, remain within the 400 feet structure. So if you're like on a tower and you're flying, you can't continue adding 400 feet to that. That is a hard, hard deck, Todd. Are you sure? Yes. It says that I'm reading as we speak. And I'll read. Once you take off, you have to keep the drone below 400 feet unless you're within 400 feet of a structure. You remain within 400 feet of a structure. Yes. That loophole lets drones inspect towers and buildings. So I think you can you can go above. You can that. go yeah. you can go higher, but you have to be within eyesight. You have yeah, or four hundred feet. Yeah, you have to be within four hundred yes. feet of the building. Yes. to go over four hundred feet from the ground. Yes. That being said, if you're in within four hundred feet of the building, wouldn't that protect any um, aircraft flying by? Because they're not going to be within yeah. four hundred feet of the building. Of course, or the structure. Correct. Yeah, okay. and it also says you can't exceed 100 miles an hour. How fast do these things go? Oh, it's equally go fast. fast. Uh, Have you seen the drone racing? Yes, the yeah. drone racing. That's that's. I mean, that's like your souped-up superclass. That's yeah. what they're meant for. I mean, it's, I mean uh, obviously. I would say that there's a model right now that's out, and it is, I guess, commercial-wise, if you're not not commercial, if uh, hobbyist, um, it's it's the black drone that came out. It's called the Solo. The Solo that's in the market now, you can buy it in Best Buy, goes up to 50 miles an hour. So that's pretty fast. Hmm. It, it's interesting. They say that the, um, the, these new rules uh, for you know, the commercial guidelines are um, um, kind of more relaxed than, than what they were previously using. I'm, so I was shocked that that um, these... It's much less restrictive. They, I thought I was waiting for... I, I mean, I was waiting for a booklet. There's only you could fit all of these on one page, and the PDF I'm looking at right now that's from the FAA is on two pages. No, it's 624 pages. Well, what the, am I the looking official, at? The official. You're just you're looking at summary it like of, of notes. summary of uh, this is at, at an FAA document, 
It's right. a summary of the small unmanned That's aircraft the summary forces. document, yes. but Part the full official document is 624 pages. Oh, man, I don't want that. I'll take this. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it says operations in class G airspace are allowed without ATC permission. I don't know where that airspace is. Operations in class B, C, D, E airspace are allowed and required ATC permission. Um, it's... You can't move it from moving aircraft, so you can't be in a plane to move it. You can't move it from moving vehicle unless the operation is over a sparsely populated area. So you have to be in the back country in order to be in your Jeep and fly your drone. Can't uh, be under a roof. No, I I see. That's so that's tough. like I guess people are inside the building and they're flying a drone on the outside. You won't be allowed to do that. Uh, yeah. Though you could you be on the roof and fly it around your building? Yeah, you basically have to be on the roof yeah, or on the ground. To I think. Look at it. Technically, yeah. But you, what if you but have you can't shark, have a roof above? What if you, you have shark vision goggles? And I those mean, goggles allow you to see first person of what you're flying. You really don't have to be up on the roof. Technically, you could fly it probably more. You could have a more accurate flight pattern with a uh, qualified pilot with those goggles on. Yeah, you but can't what, be in a moving vehicle either, Oscar. I mentioned Remember that. We you just that? don't like listening to me. I Remember like we were going to do that? Yes, that would have been awesome. Right down Georgetown. Yeah, you wanted me to drive down Georgetown? Yeah, it would have been great. And we could have done it, yeah. Ty, but we waited. Should've. Look yeah, at this. Waited. Too late now. If you look on YouTube, there are a bunch of a-holes still doing this. Like, they yeah. Oh, yeah. legit are, are flying down Fifth Avenue in New York. Yeah, the snowboard guy when he did that, that he was snowboarding. And in there New was York. a drone vid he, footage of them as well. Like I don't know who's gonna regulate this. The closest I ever got to being arrested, this is before this regulation was around, is when I was flying, or Schmosker Santana was flying his drone near the Russian embassy, and he wasn't trying to fly it near the Russian embassy. It just happened to be a park that was near his house, and got uh, shot down. No, the Secret Service guy rolled up. And I landed that promptly and scurried away like a scared uh, little boy. You ran away from Secret Service. No, he didn't. He wasn't coming at me. He probably was just parking and having a sandwich. I just said, "Well, that's clearly a situation. I have to go." They don't eat sandwiches. Yeah, they, <laughs> they don't eat at all. They, they, they don't have to eat at all. They watch threats. Yeah, I walked away with my little suitcase and it looks like a camera 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 bag, and I said, "I gotta go." Bye. Um, yeah. So this regulation, you're right, Todd. It's a lot more lax than people thought they were going to be. If you're in the D.C. area, though, you're still boned uh, because you just can't. You can't fly around. That's national security uh, interest, and I'm okay with that. It'd just be nice to go to Baltimore and fly it, but you, you barely can make it there. Because yeah, two two other notes I want to make. Yes. If you don't mind. Uh, the cost is five dollars. You have to register your drone. I haven't done it. Won't do it. And yep, they'll give you an ID number yeah. that. Come find me. Come. <laughs> You're going to scrape off the serial number. Uh, the pilot has to be 16 years old and speak English. Oh, that's the that's, that's the that's the Donald Trump in them. That's yeah. odd. Yeah. Why does he have to speak English? I, I guess. I mean, you don't have to speak English to drive a car. That makes no sense. Yeah. You Don't you have to speak English? You have to no. be able to recognize the signals and communicate. Yeah, I don't right? know. Yeah. I mean, you have to take a test to be able to recognize the signals, but I don't think you have to. Yeah, have to I don't think to speak what, when you see the mm. red, that means red, like yeah. stop, bada. I mean, that's why they also have the shapes and colors of signs, yeah, and, not just writing. And green is vamanos. <laughs> Time to move. I, I don't know the details. There, there might be a small language. It's just funny that they. You should look. Ideally, if you're flying this thing, let's assimilate. Let's learn some English, right? But but I would be breaking the law if I let my dad fly it around, though he speaks English. 
I got to find a foreigner and give him that. You know what? It's me against the world. S- somebody, I got to find a foreigner that doesn't speak English, and I'm going to have him fly my drone and come get me. <laughs> you right, have to take a test, too, by the way. Oh, a test? From an FAA-approved test center. And again, this is all for flying a commercial drone. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm like, I don't but the guidelines tests. are very similar to the, you know, the consumer guidelines, I believe. Yeah, I'm uh, again. I wish I was higher on drones, though. I I would say that um, I'm not beyond at this point buying a drone that just allows me to fly even at a lower hard deck in the, within a thirty mile radius of the city. I can even leave the city, and I'd like to just fly at a lower hard deck because that's a that's the most fun part about doing this is just seeing it move. Remember once what park did we go to, Todd, and we saw the Potomac um, or, or a tributary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the Potomac. Right. Uh, that was Al- Algonquian Park. Algonquian. Only the yeah. best. In yeah, Herman, Virginia. Good area. It was beautiful, right? Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. It was perfect for that. I miss doing that. Just me and another grown man flying a model <laughs> drone. All right. So, yes, though that was big news. And it's funny because the, 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 the news stations in the area are like, these are the rules, but you still can't fly them in D.C. No. It's okay. It's okay. You'll never be able to do that. All right, uh, I've got to put that thing on eBay and so I can stop being bitter about it and get some money back on that investment. Uh, I know that uh, Mac didn't want to talk about E3. I just want to throw that out because this is a tech show. Uh, there's a slimmer Xbox coming out. They're going to allow you to, especially for you parents out there, they're going to allow you to uh, customize your controllers, which means that um, now your kids don't have to fight about which controller they want to use. They'll have their own colors or that could cause other problems. I'm not sure. But if you're into customizing, and everybody is, especially this new generation, they'll be able to do that as well. And if you're into slim things, just like the the PS3 Slim or PS4 Slim, as they slimmed everything down, uh, Xbox is now moving towards that. Plus, they're gonna they're gonna have a higher performance rating for the new Xbox, finally 1080p, and they're also giving you um, m- much more computing power. It's not just 1080p; it's 4K. 4K. I'm sorry. 4K. Yeah. 4K. Oh, really? But they're natively doing it. It's not everything will be scaled up. Games will not be in 4K for a while. But it's going to scale things, and you can also watch 4K movies and stuff. Yeah, well, that's the important thing. Yeah. To be able to watch the movies. How's your 4K experience coming? Uh, it's coming great, thanks. Yeah? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, how's it going? Because when we, yeah. we initially, you, you were an early adopted 4K, you sure. had House of Cards. Yeah, and we I, we still have house cards. Um, yeah, I know. I I you know Netflix is the only provider. Well, actually, Amazon uh, now has some streaming 4K content, but it's still pretty sparse. To be right? honest, um, it looks incredible when you when you do see really good 4K content, and it's usually like a cityscape or with something with just a ton of detail. That's when you can really tell the difference, but. Yeah, it's just that there's just not enough. You know, there's not enough content out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just curious about that because I, I sat here and, and I was in H.H. Gregg for some reason in Manassas, Virginia. Only the best, Todd. And I, uh, I walked in and I said, look at all these 4K TVs. I don't have 4K yet. And I said, well, if I had more space, I'd buy a television. But I don't even know what I would do. And is this 4K really worth it? Because Well, that see, th- that's the thing. It's like you have... There's no reason to get a 4K TV unless you ha- you get a giant TV. Oh, so okay. that's the thing I don't really understand with like these smaller TVs, and I'm talking like 50 inch yeah. or something. 
Like, why do you need 4K? You don't. It's just you when you get a bigger screen in your house and you want that movie theater, then and you and it's blown up enough, then you can actually tell the difference. So, I don't know. I think it's becoming more and more standard. Um, you know, but at, if you're not going to get a, a huge TV and you have a small space, then there's no point. Yeah, the t- the 1080s I see now are always the ones that are unopened in box or open box. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is this is it. These are the relics. The price, really? Yeah. The price point between them is not that much. So, I mean, getting a 4K, it's not a much bigger investment. I mean, it might add a hundred dollars, maybe two hundred dollars, depending on the TV. It it really doesn't cost that much more for a 4K. I agree. Every dollar counts, though, Mac. Yeah. Every dollar counts. But I mean, if you want to, if you plan on having the TV for multiple years, and 4K is probably coming, it's not here yet. But if you want to plan for the future, it's worth it to shell out the extra. But what's going to be around then? 8K? Well, and I mean, we'll be having the same conversation? Yeah, yeah. but you no. will have your own TV. We're done. Yeah. We're done. We don't need anything more than 4K. <laughs> yeah, there We're actually done. is a limit to how much your eye, resolution your eye can see. That, I'm going to pull a Bill Gates. We'll never need more than 640K that, in our computer. We're good. Um, a quick, 4K is all we need. Todd, a quick rumor as yeah. uh, we, we mow through this. Jack 411 on your Sunday, or uh, whenever you're <laughs> listening to this. Uh, I'll, uh, I saw this just pop up on my feed on off Slash Gear. Um, apparently, the iPhone 7, that who knows when that's going to come out the fall next year. I'm thinking next spring at this point. Um, there's going to be a bigger camera in the back. So two cameras. Hmm. And they actually have a picture of it. And uh, Slash Gear is pretty reliable. And... I had heard that the headphone jack. You're talking about the dual lens. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a stereo camera, right? Yes. Can you explain that to me? Because I have no idea what that means. I mean that that's basically it. You have two lenses, so you're taking two different, you know, photos of the same uh, scene, which is going to allow you to have kind of a a 3D effect. It is a 3D movie. Oh, so yeah, and it, it might be great for like, you know, virtual reality as well, because that's the whole point of virtual reality. Well, virtual reality, uh, displays. You, need, you need a sphere. It's not just two cameras. Let me ask you, Mac, when Todd's talking, do you hear him? Because you just continued talking over him. I heard him. <laughs> okay. And I was replying to what he was saying. Yeah, but he continued to talk and you didn't stop till he like kind of. It's okay. It's okay. down. I'm not mad at him. I'm just saying let's. You have to listen. Okay. All right. We're on the same page. I got it. All right. What were you saying? I was saying that it's not. Oh, really... we don't have time okay. for that. Okay. Yeah, Todd, moving on. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, so the... <laughs> Will the rich get richer is what I want to talk about. Please. With Apple's new App Store ads. Now, if you're a developer out there like me, um, you probably hate uh, the search feature in the app store, or maybe if you just, you just hate it in general because you can't find what you want. Um, Apple is going to allow the rich people uh, to take out ads within the app store itself. Uh, So what that means is um, when you're searching, you might see something similar to what, you know, you would see on Google where it says, Hey, here's a sponsored uh, ad for what you're searching for. So what's going to happen to the App Store? And by the way, search is broke on the App Store. I can't stand it. Um, but now developers will be able to pay money and get their listing to the top. What do you think about that? Well, I think this is calculated clearly. This is on the heels of iAd, um, you know, working its way into mm-hmm. the mothballs where they're walking. Away. They're, yeah, June, uh, June 30th, yes. officially dead. 
I keep on getting uh, notifications about it. And I said, yes, I've heard the bad news. Stop reminding me of it, please. Um, So Apple needed a new revenue stream. And somebody figured out that this is my take that, hey, we could actually double down instead of these ads coming in. All these developers, they want to be ranked at the top. And if people want to be discovered, they're going to have to pay like they pay to be discovered on Google. What would be so wrong in that? And then that actually would fall into line of like, we're not keeping their data. This isn't data. We're not dealing with any anything private wise. We're just allowing the marketplace to bear what people will pay to have their goods um, discovered. And Todd, while you're right, it's going to allow the rich to get richer. Um, it also, I think, gives an opportunity for, um, depending on how the programs work, for some companies that maybe have not had a real um, advertising um, campaign in place to actually effectively um, distribute one on a monthly basis and know when they're going to uh, and where are they going to put their money. Because in the past, Todd, where would you spend your money to advertise white noise? Yeah, uh, Facebook. And that's right? what most developers yeah. would do. So all the dollars were going there. Right. And, and I'm, I have mixed feelings about about this. On you know, and on one hand, I believe search is broken when you search for white noise. My app isn't the first one to pop up. It drives me crazy. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna probably spend a ton of money just to get my listing, you know, back up to the top. Yeah. Um. So and that that could be good for business. I don't know how much it's gonna cost. Uh, but they're in, they're conducting a beta test right now. So if you are a developer, you should sign up for the beta because. It's going to be free during that period. Free so, app company is in, Todd. Yeah, I just signed up today. Yeah. Uh, or or you, you did it as I, well. Uh, yeah, I did. I saw it last week and I was like, well, I'm going to get yelled at if I don't do this. I'm going to do this do it right now. I'm going yeah. to do it right now. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's free advertising. I don't know that. But uh, but you're I'm in. Gonna, you get the, you don't have to pay to be a part of it. Right. Yeah. You can be part of the beta and try it out. And uh, so I, it'll be interesting to see how this works. Google has always had something similar, um, although I don't really recall ever seeing one but i believe in in the google play store you can take out search ads uh as well so and i agree i think this is uh this is going to be a new revenue stream for apple they don't want to do um i ad anymore uh, because of what i think it's a privacy play you can't be a good ad network unless you know everything about the person who's using the device but in this regard you're actually just taking out ads for um, search terms, and so it's not really a privacy issue. You're just able to float up an ad that is probably going to be relevant to what you're searching for. However, that doesn't mean like Candy Crush won't come along and like register every word in the English language, and every time you search, you're seeing Candy Crush. Oh, if that, that could happens, get annoying, you're right? searching for a textbook app, and Game of War comes up. Yeah, I don't want that. That I mean, then that, that would be bad. Well, ideally that they they would have thought about this because if that does happen, why would you even spend the money on both sides, right? If you're a developer, you wouldn't want your money spent because that's not it's that not it's it's actually not converting the way you would you want it to, to convert. And B, um, you, and you're not getting a return on on your investment. But B, C, if you're a user, like don't junk up my feed. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm sure I'm hoping that won't be the case, but you know, where they're just 
you know, people, and you see it all the time because, uh, you know, you, you know, kind of what people are searching for on the app store, you know, free games, things like that. So maybe you're going to just going to see a lot of, uh, spamming of those kinds of keywords and that, that could be, you know, a strike against the app store if that happens. Todd, um, I know that we don't have this on the list of stories, but I briefly want, briefly want to touch on this. Um, we had a, uh, story uh, break last week where a Star Trek, um, reboot star, I'll get his name right now. I, his name is not, it's Anton something and I always mess it up. Um, so I'm going to get the proper name, but uh, he tragically died because of, uh, uh, the Jeep um, Grand Cherokee's electronic gearbox and how it had a propensity it has a propensity to kind of pop back into when you think it's in park it's not actually in park it just pops into neutral um, as far as technology is concerned uh, these gearboxes in a weird way when I was younger growing up I knew when I was in drive I knew when I was in park I had a manual and you know at that point because the car is going to buck and you could I mean more accidents could probably happen there than anything else but have you ever driven a vehicle where you're like, you get out of the car and you're rolling because you thought you'd had put it in park? Yeah. Yeah? My car. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. I, that was scary. Like, I parked my car and uh, I left it in reverse. And so the car doesn't, like, jump back immediately. But I opened the door and I started getting out of the car. I had a foot on the ground. And then the car started moving backwards and there was like this giant cliff, you know. So I'm like freaking out and jumping back in the car and slamming on the brakes. Like it could have been uh, a disaster. So, yeah, that's scary. Scary stuff. Jeez. Um, yeah, I, I that, that, but that's I mean, I guess when I started thinking about this and again, uh, the actor's name and I apologize for not having earlier is Anton Yelchin. Um and he died because he was he went through his gate at his home, 27 years old, and he stepped out to look to go get the mail, like everybody does around their home. If you got property, I imagine I don't, I, you know, I have to park far away and walk, but um, he, it just rolled back and pinned him against the, the gate and killed him. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. and I I know so that he got out of the car and went behind the car. Well, yeah, well, so he went. He thought he put the gear box in park. He jumped out to go get the mail. The car rolled back and pinned him against the gate, the gate, and 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 killed him. Oof. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's rough, man. Yeah. I, and it makes you wonder. Well, how? Why? Why can't these cars just be a little bit smarter? They have sensors in the seat. They know when yeah. someone's I mean, sitting there or not. Yes. They know my, when the doors open. My two thousand six car will not turn off if it's not in park. Yes. you cannot take the key out if it's not in park. Why can't you do that Dude, with those cars? My car. When I open the, if I open the door while the car's in drive, it, it shoots it into park. It's like, a, it's like, it's very violent. Jeez. Actually, it shoots it into park. Mm. Nuts. You know, wow. when I, when I test drove the new Tesla. Oh, I didn't hear about it. It really this. got, well, no, they gave me a loaner. Okay. The Remember, loaner, we yeah. talked about the yeah, autopilot yeah, yeah. and yeah, stuff, yeah. but, uh, and I, and actually I may have mentioned this, but in order to put the the car in park, there's a button on the shifter. And I guess that's what, how most Mercedes are. It's the same kind yeah. of control where you push in this button. And ever since that I had that reverse thing happen, which could have just, you know, totaled my whole car, um, and probably dragged me off with the door, you know, cause I was stepping out. That's a sad um, way to go. <laughs> and when that, ever since that happened, I, I freaked out. And now I always like double tap, triple like tap that 
You're like, yeah, like push, I just push, keep push, 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 push. <laughs> yeah, lock the door three times. Yeah. You know, and I and I constantly hit the button. Well, in the new model, I didn't know this. When you double tap, it does autopilot uh reverse. Oh, so, my God. oh no. <laughs> and so I'm I got out of the car after like triple tapping it like I always do, closed the door. And then the car just started moving on its own. It put itself in reverse and started backing up. And it was so freaky. So did now, the sensor stop it? Just they realized I can't go any further. Yeah. Yeah. It actually detected that, you know, there, I was behind the car and it still slowed it down and stopped. But I don't think it would have crashed into it because that's the kind of the goal of this auto park feature is it just backs all the way up as far as it can without hitting anything. But that totally freaked me out. I like I didn't even know that was how yeah. I didn't even know about the feature. I didn't know how to enable the feature. But because I was programmed to be like double tapping this button and it just all of a sudden took on this new feature, it was a bit scary. No, and, and I and I agree. And I uh, look as far as um, a recall is concerned, this was a recall issue for the vehicle. And I, I read a stat that 40 percent of recalls are ever actually executed. And by that, I mean, if you own the vehicle, you have a 40% chance of actually opening up that little letter or that email and then taking it into the shop and saying, hey, there was a recall from my vehicle. Can you fix this? That leaves another 60% that just don't either care or they don't have make the time or they don't know. Pretty nuts. Yeah. And I to be honest, like, how do you know it's in park? Uh, on my display, it's just like the letter P and it's really small. There's nothing like big and glaring saying, okay, your car is parked. What about yours? Uh, I have a um, hydraulic and I hear it, right? And it lights up red. So I know when the, the it's, it's not, and you know what? The, the, the funny part about, and I have, uh, you know, a, I guess a late model Mercedes. It's a couple years old now, but it it is the most unattractive side of that vehicle because everything else is like, really sleek but i can see that red park through the window hmm. like through the back of that window is that bright when i'm that's leaving probably the car. a good thing yeah it's like probably mine, a good thing i'm happy about I, it. i'm like okay I, it's a park i have to like find the little p to see if i'm in park <laughs> it's like always a chore to do it it's not good design I don't no. think. so it yours doesn't have, have a, le a lever that you pull into like pull up and down like a big yeah uh, well, like not, crowbar, not, not the parking brake. I'm talking about like where you have to pull it in and then up and down to reverse drive, or is it button? So, oh, as far as the electronic gear shifter, in terms of putting in park, drive, and reverse. Okay, so I have uh, an emergency brake on the left hand side. Yeah, that's the hydraulic, and it's not, it's just a before in an old Mercedes, you'd have to okay. push down this big pedal and then release Here's it, manual, right? Though, right? No, 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 no. It's, not... it's a, a six speed. Six speed uh, automatic. automatic, right? Okay. Um, and you pull on the left hand side, you pull a little lever. That's the emergency brake. Yes. And then to put it in park, you press a P button just like anything else. Okay. So you can put it in park within the shifter and then you can press the P. Okay. Yeah. So you're in park. It. It's I like it's it. a redundancy. It's actually, if I'm thinking about it, and I never really had to think about it before, the redundancy is important where. I put it in park and then I press P. But if I put it in park, it already is there. It's just that a mental note where I'm like, I have to not let this roll over me or run into the car back of me because I'm always parking on hills. Okay. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but ideally, Todd, the I'm glad you mentioned your experience with the new Tesla model because that technology is going to become more prevalent as this uh, this as 
the price comes down for that because it's going to save lives. What is the actual uh, the idea of a car backing up on its own and then sensing somebody behind it and just stopping? Oh, right. Yeah, and I, I I hope those features uh, kind of end up in in more and more cars because that's one of the things that my friend totaled his Tesla, and it's because someone pulled out in front of him, and it probably would have been a, even a more horrific crash, but the car immediately slammed on the brakes for him. He didn't even have to slam on the brakes. There was awesome. no time. It was like within, you know, he had two feet traveling at 50 miles an hour and it just did it automatically, which, you know, clearly helped the situation, even though it was going to be totaled. So I'm, I'm hoping those kinds of features, you know, end up in, in all, all of the cars and not, and not just, you know, the, the high end ones. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And that fraction of a second, I mean, the computer's just going to run faster than you, the way you yeah. people oh, yeah. react, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, unless you have one more thing. Um, well, let's, uh, yeah. let's give Mac uh, a shot at talking about, he brought up an article that Google introduced a new iOS keyboard, oh, believe it or not. Yeah. And this seems kind of interesting. I have not played with it. Mac has. So, Mac, uh, tell us a little bit about it. It's, uh, I mean, you down load it like an app and it has instructions of how to set it up. You go into your keyboards and everything, but how it works is instead of just a regular keyboard with emojis and keyboard, it's like Google Chrome in a keyboard. So if you're texting someone and you want to put a web link to some Wikipedia page, you don't have to go to Safari and then copy the link and then go back to your messaging app and then paste it in there. You can actually go to Google and search Google from the keyboard without ever leaving whatever app you're in. Mm. It is just amazing. You're in love? I love it. Looks it also supports bit. the swipe. I thought that yeah. was kind of the big feature. The swipe, I love that. I mean, What's the swipe well, again the, for those not in the know? The swipe is where you can type and just follow your finger to all the letters without ever picking up your finger. And it will recognize which letters you're going to and travel. And it'll actually predict what you're probably going to spell. It's worked great. I used it in class one time for my iPad. Yes. My laptop ran out of battery in the middle of class. I was not near an outlet, and I didn't want to just get up and start mo moving in the middle of class. So I pulled out my iPad and just started continuing notes with the Google keyboard. It was just so much faster doing the whole swiping. It also has GIFs. It also has uh, more emojis. More emojis, Todd. Yeah. Oh, finally. Yes. And it's, I mean, it just works wonders. So do you use it um, as the default keyboard, or is it just when you're trying to like do emojis and stuff? Uh, I use it as the default for text and word processing. I don't use it when I am searching on Safari, and but you can change it for each different thing. You, uh, you don't have to use the same thing for all apps. And it's like selecting your keyboard where you go to the world icon where you select English, emoji, some other language if you have in there, and then there's Google. You just select that, and it goes straight to the Google, and it looks almost the same. It's a little prettier. But it just so much better. Gboard right, is what they're uh, called. Gboard, yes. Gboard. Gboard, and you have to have iOS nine, of course, to do this keyboard. So, sounds interesting. I might have to check that out. I've never really used. I know Android's always had these kind of swipe keyboards, but I've never really learned how to use it. So, be curious to try it out. So, uh, give that a shot. God, I just downloaded it. It was great. Yeah. It's oh a yeah. Download. Just integrated. I was like, well, that's quick. Yeah. It just instantly sets it up, and then you just go to your keyboard settings and add that to the list. I'll uh, give you a full then. review. 
Yeah. Look, you, you snuck in an apps of the week without yeah, sneaking no, apps of the week. Say but that. I have another one. Oh, I can't wait. We'll, we'll do it at the end. All right, uh, Tomo, time for apps of the week. Yep. What do you have for us? I have um, a game I'm totally addicted to. Ooh, game. Yeah, and I actually found it on the Apple TV. It was featured on the Apple TV, and then I ended up getting it for my iPhone because it had the Apple TV doesn't have Facebook integration, and I wanted to see all my family's scores because I got them all playing it. It's called MMX Hill Climb, and it is so much fun. It's a racing against-the-clock uh, game, and... and uh, I, I, it's hard. You can you can you do all the typical things, upgrading different cars, uh, different features of your car. But what I really, really love about the game, and it's actually an idea that I had for another game, but I won't bring that up, uh, is to you actually see whoever you're racing against. It's not real time, but like you basically set, you know, um, your best run. You do your best run, and then everybody oh, else sees your best ghost run. Racing? This is fun. You, yeah, and then this you try is, to beat their score. The graphics are good too. Oh, it's so much fun. The music's good. The graphics are amazing. And the the race courses are just it, it's intense. It's one of those games where I noticed like my heart rate increasing. Uh, because you get really stressed out and you're always trying to like bust big air and then land correctly is, uh, so you get the most speed possible. This is the next generation excite bike with cars. Exactly. Yeah. That is a great comparison. Uh, it's like a psych bite with real physics, and it's so cool. It's so fun. Man, this so is, is fun. Is it just gas and brake, and that's it? Gas and brake. Those are the only controls. And when you're in the air, you use that to kind of tilt back okay. and forth. And that, that and you want to like do that so that you land perfectly and get you know a little bit of extra speed. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, the video on YouTube says, uh, best game on iOS and I said, all right. And then uh, this guy, whoever put this up, uh, loves it. Uh, eight yeah, it views. Great. Eight views. I, but, right. I started with Apple TV, best. but I'm actually using the, the iOS one so I can see friend scores. So you can log into Facebook. And if you're listening, log into Facebook. If you're a friend of mine, you can uh, add me uh, at facebook.com slash Todd Tech, and we can race each other. It's all fun. righty. Todd, my uh, app of the week actually is... Um, it it uh, you might know about this. It's new to me, and there are it's 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 actually important that I um that I bring this up now because there are so many people in my life right now that are looking for wireless surround sound uh, for their homes, right? Mm-hmm. And this, I know where you're going. And this used to be really cost prohibitive in the past because mm-hmm. you a would have to rewire your entire home for that type of sound uh up to 10 years ago and that or b you'd have to buy a really high-end system and uh while the prices have come down for a sonos system um the or a bose oh, you're not system, picking sonos i'm not picking sonos oh interesting yeah um sonos as far as quality is concerned i don't think you can beat it and i don't have a sonos system my brother does and he loves it uh, Chad does, and he loves it. I don't. Do you have that, Todd? The I Sonos? don't have it. I know people that have it. They love it. It's yeah. expensive, though. Yeah, it's just it's it's really expensive. Like you're investing each speaker, even if you if you get in on a low level, you're spending no less than five hundred dollars in my eyes. So you get two that's six hundred bucks, right? Um, what I was given on my birthday, and this is how this is how great uh, the MBA program is, Todd. I finally got a chance to open a birthday present 
uh, and actually install it this past week. And it's called the Pulse. The Pulse mm. is a light bulb that has a built-in speaker in it. And the light bulb acts as a speaker. So you can generally, this came with as a pair. And the mm. pair of speakers jack into my bathroom currently. And then one another one can jack into another light socket in my bedroom. And I have them both in. And they all run off the Bluetooth on my phone. So any room I walk into in my my tiny home, my dollhouse of a home, uh, I can hear music at least on the first floor. But if I got more light bulbs, they would all pair together. So mm. the app I use to to install and run it is called Pulse, uh, P-U-L-S-E, and the speakers are much more affordable. Speaker slash light bulb, much more affordable than um, your Sonos system. I actually, uh, Todd, you know how I have that little patio in the back. Um, I try the light bulbs out there and they sound just as, as, as good as they would have if I had a little Bluetooth speaker. The quality is not what you would expect simply um, because a Sonos system has all that built-in hardware and logic, right? Um, but for a little speaker and some light bulbs, as far as a dual capability is concerned, I would recommend the Pulse. Mm. It, it looks very cool. I've seen these before, but I've never used them. It sounds like you can... Sounds like sounds like you can uh, control eight of these at the same oh. time. How many did you have? I have two. I have two. And so you just uh, put one outside, one inside. One outside, one inside worked very well. And but then it's I, not a weather. It's not weatherproof. No, 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 no. This is on. I have that little alley, that Sally way. Yeah. Uh, so I put a light bulb in there that has it's covered, and I was like, all right, this is working all right. Nothing crazy, mm -hmm. and I'd have to build a new speaker. I'd have to cut a hole in the wall. And it sounds okay. Like, uh, can you compare it to, you know, some kind of? It's it's not like a stereo speaker. That no, you no, have, no. If you're looking for fidelity, like you go speaker. ahead and spend your shekels on a Sonos. How's it compared to like an Amazon Echo speaker? The Echo is better. Oh, really? The Echo is better because the Echo has uh, just much more hardware. Um, you're you're really they've combined a light bulb and a speaker, so you have to be very you have to gear yourself up for I the fidelity and the light bulb and still works the light bulb still works yeah right okay so it's not a full replacement it's not a full replacement but for my needs I said well this is great one less thing to buy mm. is, is the lighting good yeah okay. the lighting's bright okay. I liked it I said okay this is working just fine mm, and it's by JBL JBL yeah a little they put a little more emphasis in the light than I think the actual JBL side but okay. they they found they figured it out and I think it's if I had 8 Todd it would sound just as good as a Sonos but that's mm. then you're just looking at okay time and price and how many how much am I going to spend um but a lot of fun and we've talked about the IoT Internet of Things this is one of them and you can, can we control just stop from your using phone. that term <laughs> Yes please <laughs> All right uh, so that's and mine the price is Ah, uh, it was a $70 gift. $70 for one. 50? 70 bucks for one of these and then a pair for 150. Oh, there you go. Better than 500. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, well, that doesn't buy, make sense. Yeah, how are two cost more than two individuals? Yeah, that why is that? Okay. Uh, I think the first pair you get is would be the cheapest then as you add on, that's where they get you maybe. Oh, it's a starter kit pair is required to operate satellite bulbs and sub so you need one, I guess, of the pair, and then you can buy the satellites for seventy. They start. That's where they get okay. you. Like you got the original. They get. They get you. They're like a, almost a sample, and then, then they hike it up. Okay. 
Better than the Sonos, Todd, because as price point, if you're getting started, if that's all you need. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's it's interesting, you know? Well, when you come over, I'll let you be the judge. You can actually hear him. Yeah, I want to check it out. All I right. mean, because I, I paid for the you know, the light bulbs you can control. I'm assuming you can control the light bulbs remotely as well. You can. Yes. And so they're like fifty bucks for the Philips Hue if you want like all the different colors and who doesn't right yeah. <laughs> so of course you're gonna get the 50 dollar bulb so you're gonna have like party lights but you know for 20 for what is it 10 bucks more 20 bucks more you get a speaker so that's kind of cool yeah i thought it was awesome as well and i finally got a chance to you know unbox and throw that throw it up um so if you're looking for some solutions even maybe for your patio those outdoor speakers are pretty pricey if you're willing to just go through the pain point of your light bulbs or you have a covered um maybe uh, area of your patio, they could probably work for you. Very good. And Mac, what do you got? I have an app. It's called a prune. Mac, no, we're we've out run time. out of time. Uh, yeah, thank you, Todd. I see you have the clock in front of you as well. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, Todd, anything to plug before we get out of here? Oh, not too much. Uh, Going to make a big announcement this coming month So, uh, in terms of white noise. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at Todd Moore. I'm at Oscar Radio on Twitter, and I am now on Snapchat. It's Oscar Santana. (laughs) I heard you read the instruction manual. Snapchat. Yeah, there was an article (laughs) uh, in in Time Magazine. Can I get older? On Time.com that said uh, everything you need to know about Snapchat if you're an adult. And I read it three times. So uh, did you print it out and uh, read it? I, 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 <laughs> I, I, to the guy. Yeah. Can I get a black and white print of this, please? That on a dot matrix. Yeah. So now I'm snapping. You're good for at least one snap a day, twice on Sundays. Like, how do you get people to like follow you? How does it work? I don't even know. Todd, I might have to read that sheet again, but I'm telling you, my account is active. <laughs> send, me, send me the 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 paperwork on okay. Snap. <laughs> we gotta out. get on it. It's the fastest growing social <laughs> network. We're going to be left behind like our pants. I am. I don't care anymore. Just leave me behind. (laughs) (laughs) Just an old grumpy man. All right. um, Let's get out of here, Mac. All right. Let's do that. uh, That's it for our show, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.